Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast about children's development from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. Welcome to Inclusion Matters, a podcast from the Center for Inclusive Childcare. I'm Priscilla Weigel, the Executive Director, and I'm here today with a wonderful guest, Anna Paulson from Help Me Grow. She is the Region 11, which means the seven county area in Minnesota. She's the Region 11 coordinator for Help Me Grow. And we're hoping that all of you at the end of this, this podcast will feel like you know a lot more about Help Me Grow. If you don't know about it, it's a wonderful tool and resource early childhood educators and for families. And so I'm so happy to have you here with us today, Anna. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, thank you. I'm excited to be here to talk about one of my favorite subjects, Help Me Grow Minnesota. Wonderful. Well, let's jump right in, shall we? We already have a few podcasts that we've done in the past on just overall general information about Help Me Grow, because I know that for early childhood educators, it's really important for them to be able to understand the process and to understand how to direct parents, and sometimes to direct themselves if they feel like they have questions. It's a wonderful resource. So can you give us a little bit of a, just a brief overview of Help Me Grow, what it is, what you do, and then the differences between kind of the, the resources for families and the resources for professionals? Absolutely. Thanks. Uh, first of all, I will have the listeners bounce back to the original two podcasts that Jane Cox Lindsay um, was the guest on those podcasts. They're so good. And she gave such good information that I would be remiss to say, don't go back. You should go back. Okay. Right. <laughs> good. is actually a brand. It's a, it's a logo and it was, um, it's supported by federal dollars in addition to state dollars. And our full job is brand awareness and making sure that um, there is public awareness for early intervention services. So in the past at least 10 years, Minnesota has had a strong Help Me Grow logo. We have them all over the state. You've probably seen billboards and maybe on the backs of buses, sometimes in the back of a bathroom stall. For sure, we have a Facebook page and an Instagram account. And so we have been going strong in letting parents know that Help Me Grow is a space to connect, connect you or your child to school services. So it's a statewide identity to help promote uh, early intervention and preschool special education. So that's what Help Me Grow is. What a great useful resource. And I know that something early intervention is very important to us at the Center for Inclusive Child Care and through our resources and our work as coaches, we spend a lot of time helping early childhood educators and families understand that maybe some of those red flags for development or those concerning items really need to be further explored. And I think that Help Me Grow is that next step of what do you do when you have those concerns? And so let's talk about that. How do you get the, to that free services point of Help Me Grow that, that helps you connect? So Help Me Grow for Parents is probably that logo that I talked about. Our main goal is to educate parents, family caregivers, family members, friends. Uh, our goal is to demonstrate for them ways of supporting and monitoring their child's development. So to be really culturally sensitive, 
everybody has a different view on when a baby maybe should sit up or walk or talk. But there are some general typical milestones that through research we know worldwide, children develop in the same way. Is it always all children? Of course not. But we do want to make sure that parents and family members are aware of that typical development. So for parents, our job is to let them know what that looks like. And if they have concern, trust yourself and refer your child for professional screening. For professionals like maybe medical community, public health, child care centers, staff, child protection workers, our job is to do similar work though many of them have a little bit more background in child development, but to really support those groups in knowing what to do next. If in fact we do feel like a child or a family could use some extra support, what to do? So Help Me Grow Minnesota provides professional development opportunities. Um, for example, we send articles about child development, about the benefits of early intervention, to various child care centers and to public health nurses. And sometimes they use them internally for pro professional development. Sometimes they send them out on their newsletter to parents and other professionals. On our Help Me Grow website, we have a few videos that show a child care professional talking to a parent about child development and what they might do if there is a concern and how maybe together they could refer through Help Me Grow to the school um, district. So our goal is really to be the conduit, the place where people come and learn and feel comfortable asking questions and then for sure connect to the next step, which should be their school district. The, the folks that are supporting the, the Help Me Grow resources and tools are folks who do know a lot about young children and about what to expect and when to be concerned and, and those next steps. And you also have great skills in understanding every parent's connection to their child and that deep caring and the challenge of seeking early, early intervention when you know that there may be something that's not moving ahead in the typical fashion, to, to have that um, tactfulness and that kindness and that compassion. I know that all the folks that I've you know, worked with in the past in these many years who have been supporting families in this way through Help Me Grow and, and all of you, the work that you're all doing is, is really meaningful and, and puts the family at the center and the child at the center for what's best and what's needed. Thank you, Priscilla. We sure hope that that's the fact. We, we definitely wanna make sure that we acknowledge that the parent is the expert in their home and the expert on their culture and the expert in their community and for sure the expert with their child. But yeah. most parents are going through this first time. Yeah, yeah. And, and parenting for me was really empowering and really humbling. Yes. <laughs> and so yes. just really knowing that we could use a team to, yes. to get through it and, and who's available and what that looks like. That's so true. And so when you think about, um, you talked about free and, and a free resource, is it also, can you tell us a little bit more about who can access it? I mean, it's free, but what about folks who maybe don't have citizenship in the United States or others who would be concerned about, oh, should I be going through this process? Can you tell yeah. us more about yeah. that? 
For sure. You know, this this is definitely something that concerns families, especially some of our families that are here for maybe migrant work in the summertime. Maybe they have just moved here from another country. Is this free to me or is this free to just people who have been here? And yeah. it, it is a fact that schools are supposed to be considered a safe harbor for all families. There, we are not supposed to ask about your citizenship. We are not supposed to ask about your income level. And that should feel welcoming to families from all communities and all cultures. So regardless of the family's citizenship, yes, these services are for them. I, I recently had an opportunity and we're going to post this interview on our Help Me Grow Minnesota website, but I had an opportunity to interview some parents from other cultures and our our dad, our bold, strong dad, who would let me interview him too, Marco. He is from the Latin Latin X community in Bloomington. His his comment just made, stopped my heart for a minute because he said, "Boy, I I never imagined that I could get support for my child before she entered kindergarten. That." That just wasn't in his history from where he came. That was not something that he knew was a possibility. And he could not be just more happy to see the progress that she's made through the years. And I, I hope you'll go see that video. He's just so proud of his little one. Well, and that's fabulous. And when you think about setting the stage for success for further learning before the age of five, you know, that's the key to early intervention is to say, what does a child need to be successful before they enter school? And when we think about parents, as you said, who are the expert on their child, they're spending the most time with their child and the early childhood educator, the caregivers who are, whether they're in family child care homes or whether in their, they're in center-based care, they maybe are the first set of eyes to see that child outside the home. So to really be able to say and help a family, I'm, I'm super excited about the what you shared about the resource of having having that video. You said it was a video of the, the yeah. person working with the child care provider, talking through some ways to have those conversations. Yes. That, that, that is really a useful, useful resource and so needed. And as we think of the other research, you mentioned sending out articles to child care centers and other staff development that you you offer. How else do you think um, professionals can benefit from Help Me Grow resources that you have on your website? Well, in the seven county metro area, so those counties, just to be clear, are Anoka, Carver, Dakota, Hennepin, Ramsey, Scott, and Washington. So in this particular area, where 50% of our referrals come from, by the way, come from the seven county metro area, we have a staff of people called Parent Connectors. And our Parent Connectors, there's 15 amazing connectors, and they come from uh, cultural communities that represent our beautiful Minnesota. And um, they are considered our bridge our bridge to families in order to help families build their own support team. So they are the parent to parent, community member to community member, peer to peer connection to all of these statewide services that just might feel a little daunting to families from other cultures. Our goal is to be culturally sensitive and to do that, we definitely need to tap into the lived experience of the people in their communities. So we have some of the most 
wonderful, skilled in outreach, skilled in family development, and definitely full of love for the children in our state. So if a child care center has a family day, like recently, Eden Prairie invited us to come to their end of year family day, the Little Eagles preschool. And they asked that we ask our uh, parent connectors from the Somali community to attend. And it was wonderful how many parents felt really connected to these two brilliant women. So I think that's one way that we can be supportive beyond brochures and tracking child development information. Love that. I think that's so beautiful because it truly does allow for the perspective of what some of those parents may be fearful about that that parent connector understands more deeply. And also because they're coming out of, and maybe they've experienced the, and I'm just guessing here, but perhaps some of these folks who you have as parent connectors have been recipients of some of the services or have walked this path in the past. They, they definitely have. Yes. <laughs> yes. So that, that's, you know, speaks volumes, I think, when a parent is concerned about what's going to happen next, to have someone who's been through it and, and lived through it to say, oh, I felt that way too. But then I found out this and then I experienced that and it all went so beautifully. For sure. They, they could be that one voice that parents need during those critical first years. They just could be that one voice that feels like the right voice at the right time. Yeah, what a wonderful thing. That's fantastic. And so Help Me Grow, I know, does make an amazing difference in getting kids the services that they need because you're that that first pass through for those early, early years. So can you share a little bit about some of the successes and the numbers and all those things that I think sure. it's fun to hear? It is. It's quite a campaign. I mean, like I said, we have Facebook pages, Instagram accounts. We have a website. We do bumper ads, the, the little ads that pop up when you're searching a recipe. We have all kinds of ways to connect with parents. I can say that from 20 in 2014, Help Me Grow Minnesota had about 12,600 referrals. And in 2021, we had over 23,000 500 referrals. So wow. getting the word out has definitely made a difference. Um, all kids who are referred are not eligible for special ed services. About 30% of the kids who are referred are eligible, but every child who is screened is screened. And we like to know how they're doing just to make sure that they are screened specifically by age three, of course, but really ready to start kindergarten when it's their, when it's their turn. So I think we've done a pre pretty good job. We wanna, I do, if you don't mind, wanna throw out a huge shout out to the childcare providers, medical community, parents and family members who have clicked refer for a child to make sure that the child's on track. I can't tell you the difference that you make in, in this process. And of course, a heartfelt thank you to the early childhood special ed teachers on the receiving end of those babies because parents like Sai and Amina and the others I got to interview are still in touch with those teachers and with their childcare providers and just definitely credit them for the difference that's been made. I'm so glad you were you were able to to bring those to the forefront as you know saying thank you because truly I think and I'll speak from my time in the classroom when I was 
thinking about and noticing some of those concerning things that you think, wow, is this, is this worth digging into deeper or is it just a stage? And what we always say through our coaching connections for providers as well, it's better to get a child screened. Every child needs to be screened before the, you know, and ideally by age three is lovely because when we look at early intervention, there's a lot of time then before school starts for them to be able to get the services if needed, if they qualify, but to be able to say, what can we rule out? And it gives you information about that child's development and how they're learning and how they're taking in information. And so it's, it's like a recipe for success that is allowing a pathway for this child to get what they need. And we all know um, if you've ever seen kids struggling to, to learn in school, and if we can be the force that helps that child find a path that's going to meet their needs, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fabulous ride for them. And learning will be what it's supposed to be, a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Each child has that whole innate potential and, and that extraordinary promise. And if we can tap into those two things at an early age, while that brain is still forming and developing, then our outcomes all, all around, of course, for the child and of course, for the family. But really, if you want to talk policy and budget, yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. so beneficial to have our children really change the outcome of their future early on. Yes. Many fewer services, many fewer um, needs. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. And research bears that out. So that's why we're here. And I thank you so much, Anna, for being with us today. For our listeners out there, if you want more information, as Anna mentioned, we do have two other uh, podcasts, part one and part two, about Help Me Grow and the process, a little more down in the the details of how that looks. So please check those out and go to Help Me Grow and see what you what they have offered there. Watch those videos that Anna referred to. And as far as our listeners go, um, I have a question for all of you too. If you want to connect with us via social media, can you let us know if you have made referrals? And um, I think we're just curious to know how those have gone and how that has really helped build that communication with a family. And that's what we know to be true from our own experiences at the CICC, that when you have those hard conversations and when you build the, the bridge, as you used many times in your sharing, you are becoming part of that family's system of care for their child. And you are seeing them as the expert and supporting them so that they can be doing their job and, and see a real successful outcome for their child. So thank you, Anna. We look forward to having you back with any updates to help me grow or any new things that you wanna share about, please come back. Oh, thank you so much. It's been a real honor. And I just, I just look forward to meeting all the littles that, that get to come through our system. Yeah, thank you. Great. Well, if you want any more information about any of the resources we talked about or links to Help Me Grow and all of those things, they're available at inclusivechildcare.org. Thanks for listening. And we'll look forward to having Anna back sometime soon. Thanks for listening. For more resources, visit us at inclusivechildcare.org.